Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Has anyone ever done an escape room? Any hands up? A couple of hands there. Or somebody's pointing, nominating some friends who they know have done it. <laughs> if you don't know what an escape room is, um, I'd, somebody came up to me after Mass last night and said that their idea of an escape room was this was a husband and father, a room where they go to get away from the rest of the family. But that's not what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> what, the kind of escape room that I'm talking about is like it's a puzzle game sort of thing, but it's like real life in that you go into this room and you have to solve the mystery and do the tasks and crack the puzzle to be able to escape the room. Generally, the goal is to get out of the room. Um, but I, I did one a couple of years ago with my sister. It was just the two of us, and it was kind of a, a murder mystery slash haunted house sort of theme. So we were, like, investigating what was going on, and we've gone into this house, and lo and behold, the door was locked behind us. So I don't recommend it if you're claustrophobic. Um, but we were solving all the clues and we were finding the hidden invisible writing on the walls and the doors that were behind furniture that you didn't know were there and we were discovering what was in the chest freezer out the back and all those wonderful things. And the key bit that I remember, though, was we were, like, we had to decipher this clue and we were, like, you know, looking hard at this, this grid thing we had to figure out and the, the kind of message came out and it said, look in my pockets. And I think we were both thinking, whose pockets are we looking in? <laughs> um, and as I've looked up from this thing to look around and go, what pockets am I looking at? A, a trapdoor in the roof opens up and this body <laughs> falls out hanging in front of me. And I had the fright of my life. So we had to search through this corpse's pockets. It was just a doll. It wasn't actually a dead body. But it was much more real life than if I was just watching this on a screen or something. Because we could have just like, gone and seen a movie that could have traced through the exact same events of, you know, this haunted murder mystery thing. Um, and it we, would have been entertaining. We might have got something out of it. But I think this is why escape rooms have become such a popular thing, because it's so much more exciting to actually be a part of it. Like, you're locked in the room, you know? The story only moves forwards if you figure out the clues, if you make it through the tasks, if you actually have to do step-by-step and then you actually get the fright of the body falling from the ceiling. <laughs> um, and particularly the scary bits, you might think that it's better to have that comfort zone of just watching something on a screen, not actually happening to you, um, rather than actually being locked in the room. But the exact same thing can happen with being Christian. We can relate to our Christian faith in the same sort of way. Um, there's all this drama and excitement going on, this tension, there's sin and evil and redemption and the kingdom and there's death and life and all of this, but we can relate to it as if it's a movie. It's a story happening on a screen that we keep at arm's length and that's good. We might take something from it, um, take some message or some entertainment or whatever from it, but it's not actually involving us. We're not actually in the room. Um, or we can actually jump in and have that immersive experience and we've been looking at, over the last five weeks, as I said, the, 
the key kind of pillars that we want in our life to be able to actually center our lives on Jesus. And each of these different things we've been looking at through our homilies over the weeks, Father Dan and myself, are really ways of taking ourselves from the couch experience of watching something that we're distant from to actually stepping in and being involved, to immersing ourselves in this Christian drama. So we first spoke about being committed to Christian community and that means like actually participating in the communion and the love that God um, has won for us and offers us, that we're actually in real relationship with people actually discovering what it means to love and forgive and um, work together and all those things. We spoke about prayer and growing as disciples. So this means actually having a relationship with God such that we know Him, such that we know His love, having a relationship with Him such that He will actually change us and transform us and we allow ourselves to be changed. We spoke last week about worship, which is where we act out this putting of Jesus at the centre of our lives, we actually come and participate in worship, which is putting Jesus at the centre of our lives. And this week we come to our last pillar, as I've said, which is participating in the mission of Jesus. Because we can think of the mission of Jesus as something that's done by the church, whoever that is, you know, something that's done by those people over there, or that guy up there at the front who's talking to us. You know, I turn up at the church on the weekend and I, you know, the guy that's preaching, that's the mission of Jesus and I receive from the mission of Jesus. That's good, I get something out of it. Um, But it doesn't actually involve me. But Jesus calls us to kind of get in the room, come into the experience and share in it. Um, And he says in the Gospel today, he says... I don't call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know the master's business. I call you friends because I have given to you everything that the Father has shared with me, I've shared with you. If we unpack that, what's Jesus saying? Um, Jesus has come to be amongst us, burning with the love of God in his heart, wanting to reveal God's love for the world and wanting to achieve our salvation and bring us that good news. So, how does this mission continue now? How does Jesus' work of revealing God's love and of bringing about the freedom and life of salvation, how does that go forth in the world? Does it happen from the church? As if maybe the church has this kind of, you know, storehouse of the Spirit that they kind of, you know, ship out and send around the world? Or, no, another thing that Jesus says is that out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. The mission of Jesus goes forth from us, from our hearts. When I say us, I'm not talking about us priests or us who work for the church. I'm talking about you and you and you and you and you and me, every one of us. That's the the starting point of the mission of Jesus now, from us, from our hearts. And this happens because He shared with us everything that he received from the Father. That love which was in Jesus' heart that made him want to preach the good news, that made him want to help people and serve people and love people. The Holy Spirit stirs up that same fire within us that we want to love the world, that we want to love our brothers and sisters and serve them and care for them and show them what God's love really means. 
and share with them the good news. So it's just natural that when we draw close to Jesus, when we place Jesus at the centre of our lives and when we're in relationship with him, that our hearts would burn with that love. Now, it's also true that our hearts might not burn with that love at all times, so perhaps you haven't come to Mass with a, with a burning heart tonight, you know, going, I, I want to tell people about Jesus or I want to serve the poor or I want to do this, but we don't need to wait for the feelings to come because we know that Jesus is calling us into this participation in his work. Um, we can step out and join in the mission anyway, and we'll discover what that love looks like in our own heart, in that expression, and we'll discover relationship with Jesus on a deeper level as well. So, all that's good, but then we must ask the question of what exactly does this look like for us if we want to step into it? If we want to move from the couch into the escape room and get into the immersive experience of the mission of Jesus, get, get our hands dirty, well, the first and the simplest way is just to think about the people that we encounter every day. Your family, your friends, your workmates, your classmates, the people at the gym or the bank or the shop or whoever it was, wherever you see people. You're in touch with people who don't know the love of God. You're in touch with people who don't know Jesus and who don't know that gift that, that you have. And you don't need a theology degree to be able to witness to your faith in that sort of way. Because, you know, it probably happens to us every week that someone says, how was your week or how was your weekend or what did you do yesterday? And, you know, you might say, yeah, I got together with the family for Mother's Day, I went for a walk, I went to the footy, I did some shopping. But somewhere along the list of things you're going to say about your weekend, do you say, I went to church? Or I hung out with friends from church? Are you going to bold enough to mention that you're actually a Christian and you go to church? Um, and you don't need the theology degree. If someone says, why would you go to church? Um, you don't have to give an answer like, ah, because Holy Mother Church obliges me to partake in the sacred synaxis and the offering of the divine Redeemer. You know, you can just share your experience. I go to church because there's a warm, loving community and I feel at home. I go to church because it gives me peace. I go to church because I know that God's loved me maybe through this or this circumstance in my life. And that's what's going to be most effective, not spouting theology at people, but just saying, I do this because I value it, because I know God in this way. And that's what's going to make the difference to those people in your lives that you already know and love, and you can share that gift with them in that way. The other kind of way that we can participate in the mission of Jesus is by actually kind of signing up to some work or some ministry serving in some particular way. And this as well should be led by that fire of Jesus' love that we, we feel in our hearts, the, the way that the Spirit burns within us. You know, what does your heart stir up for when you, when you hear about people who are homeless or people who are housebound or suffering in hospital? Are they the ones that you, your heart burns to serve? Or perhaps people suffering further afield overseas or something. Perhaps you feel drawn to to share the faith with people or to help people grow in their faith. Um, or perhaps it's a work of charity that you want to do, serving people in their human needs. Whatever it is, God leads us to how he wants us to participate in his mission by the passion he puts in our hearts. Because that's God's own love by the spirit that we feel within us.
But again, even if you don't know exactly where that passion of your heart is serving, <laughs> is, is leading you, um, if you sign up for something anyway, you'll just get to know Jesus more and you'll probably be helping people and serving people in the way, even if you then discern later that oh, perhaps that's not where God was calling me. But if we're serious about finding Jesus at the centre of our lives and getting to know him through participating through his mission, then we've got to step out. And if there isn't some way that you're participating in that, serving people in some way, then I'd encourage you to try and find something, some way to do that in your life. Because the Holy Spirit leads us forward to, to serve our brothers and sisters in love. And this is the only thing that's clear, that Jesus doesn't want us to sit on the couch or sit on the sidelines, but his mission is, is in our hands and he wants us to participate in it, to share his love with the world. That's where it's going to come from, from our efforts, from our hearts. His mission is in our hands. So his invitation for you today is to meet him in the joy of his mission, the joy of sharing the gospel and of showing love. And by participating in his mission, that invitation is to find that new intimacy with him and to find what it means to put him at the center of your lives through doing so. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.